This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. In 2020, being a value investor means being a contrarian. You are going against the green because, as we all know, those growth stocks are soaring. Nobody wants the value. So, obviously, you're you're really uh, have to have a strong stomach here in 2020. But instead of adding money to your overbought growth stocks, which I know some of you own, as I do, why not find some of the forgotten value gems that are out there? Because there are some out there. <laughs> and if you're going to do it, why not look for small cap value? Because they are the most beaten down of the stock asset classes here in 2020. Now, historically, small cap value has outperformed. And I know I've said that many times on this podcast. And pretty much by now, many of you probably don't believe me. You're like, sure, whatever you say. Because over the last five years, small cap value has underperformed. And that's a long time to have underperformance. That's when you start to believe it's never going to come back, right? But it will. And it historically, again, has outperformed. So you want to own some small cap value in your portfolio, even when the large cap growth or even large cap value is outperforming or the mids too. Um, if the mids are doing so much better, you should own at least something in the small caps and small cap value. So I concocted a screen to try to find some small cap value and kind of see what was out there. So I did a Zach's rank of number ones, the strong buys or number twos, the buys. And I looked for a market cap under 1.5 billion. Now, some people say small caps are only 1 billion or under, some use 2 billion or under. So I went with kind of what was in the middle, 1.5 billion. And I did that also so that we wouldn't get as crazy of a Zach's rank. The smaller you go on the market cap, the fewer analysts are going to be covering those companies for the most part. So I wanted to make sure we at least had a rank and that it was being covered by us here at Zach's. So I went a little bit larger, but 1.5 billion is still considered to be a small cap here. And then I added in an average volume component of over 100,000 so that there'd be some people trading it and some people paying attention. While we want the ignored stocks, we don't want the ones where there's only 10,000 shares traded a session. That's not really going to help us. So I went with 100,000 or above. Then just for fun, because I was getting a little greedy, I thought, why don't I add a dividend yield too? to the screen because I might as well get some dividends while I'm trying to find uh, the undervalued small caps, right? Might as well. So I added a yield of just, just something over 1% because I didn't want to get too greedy and go, yes, please give me 5% or something like that. And I ran that screen and I got 29 stacks. But the problem with adding the dividend was that it meant I got a lot of banks and I got a lot of energy stocks. And the energies were in like the pipeline and MLPs, you know, the ones that are paying like a 10% yield right now. 
And I didn't really want those. So I ditched this screen, which is okay to do, because um, I kind of know what it was giving me. I removed the dividend yield from it, and I changed the PE. Oh, I also had the PE in there of 15 or under in the last screen. That was to find the value. Um, but this one, I expanded it a bit to under 20. And then I decided to add the computer and tech sector only only the computer and technology sector on Zax.com. Because I was curious with the recent pullback, whether or not I could find some small cap tech value names that maybe have gotten a little bit cheaper with this pullback and um, could be of interest right here. And running that screen with these changes, so no more dividend yield, I changed the P to under 20, then I added the computer and the tech sector plus the rank is in there and the average volume, I got 17 stocks. Now these were a lot more interesting, obviously, because they're all in the computer and tech sector on Zax.com. And four of them were Zax's number one, strong buys, and then the rest were obviously number twos. So I pretty much just looked at those four that were Zax's number ones and chose three out of there to highlight here. And some of them are pretty interesting. and. As I suspected, these small cap tech names did pull back in the last month and uh, quite a bit in the last uh, few sessions here on September 9th because we are getting this mini pullback here to start September. So what are these stocks? Let's dive right in because as I said, there's some interesting names here. So the first one is Ultra Clean Holdings, ticker UCTT. It is obviously a Zach's number one a strong buy, but it's super cheap here. It has a PE of just 8.4. So I thought, well, something must be going on with it. Then I took a look at uh, what the shares have done and they're down 31% in the last month. So I said, oh, something, something bad must be going on here. But then I took a look at the analyst estimates on Zach's.com and I discovered that they're up huge over the last 60 days. So analysts, we only have one estimate. This analyst now expects them to make 242 for the year versus 145 just two months ago. And they only made 91 cents in 2019. So that's earnings growth of 165%. And then I took a look at sales. Sales are expected to be up 24% here in 2020. So I'm a little confused with why it's down 31% over the last month except maybe it just got a little ahead of itself. But again, the PE is just 8.4. And um, so the story seems kind of intriguing. So I had to dig a little bit deeper. So what do they do, Ultra Clean Holdings? So from their website, it says, they're a leading developer and supplier of critical subsystems, ultra high purity cleaning and analytical services for the semiconductor industry. And they're based in California. So as soon as I saw the semis, I said, okay, that's probably why they were hot, but why are they not? I'm not sure because in the second quarter, they said they saw increasing demand across all areas of the business. And obviously the one analyst likes what's going on and has uh, significantly increased those estimates for this year and certainly versus last year. So this seems like a deal here it has a market cap of 790 million. So it is under the 1 billion mark. So it is uh, like the true pure small cap. But again, this is a tech 
company. It is on the um, services side of the semiconductors, but that's a hot area, right? And it has a PE of just 8.4. So Ultra Clean Holdings, UCTT. So that started off fun. And I switched to the second company, A10 Networks, ticker A-T-E-N. Also, obviously, the Zach's number one rank. They have a market cap of $554 million, so also a pure small cap play. So these shares are down 17.7% in just the last month. They're more expensive. They have a PE just under 20 now at 19. So maybe without this pullback, these, this one would not have shown up in the screen. But now it's a little bit cheaper here. So what do their earnings estimates look like? So they're expected to make 37 cents here in 2020. They only made three cents in 2019. So again, pretty spectacular earnings growth here by A10 Networks. Sales expected to be up 6.2% in 2020. Now I took a little bit deeper dive into what do they do. They are a provider of secure application solutions, secures customer applications across multi-cloud networks. Customers are cloud providers, web scale companies, service providers, and government organizations and enterprises. So can you figure that out? I don't know, but it's got the magic word cloud network in there. Um, but they are more global biz here. They said that the demand remained strong in the second quarter, but the sales cycle was elongated, especially in Asia. They are in North America, Europe, Middle East, Asia, and Japan, especially revenue up 7% in the second quarter. So everything's looking good for them. Not surprised they have the Zach's number one rank as well. So this is another small cap that is seeing the strong demand during the pandemic quarter. Okay, switching on to the third stock, also the Zach's number one, Excellus Technologies, probably saying that wrong, Excellus, A-X-C-E-L-I-S is how you spell it. A-C-I-S is the ticker, A-C-I-S. And wait a minute, A-C-L-S is the ticker. <laughs> Can't read my own writing, A-C-L-S. Wait, I gotta double check. Yes, with an L, sorry, A-C-L-S. Gotta get it right with these small caps. So they have a market cap of just 725 million. So I guess it didn't really matter that I went up to the 1.5 billion now that I'm looking at my choices here. These shares too, down 16% in the last month. So again, another pullback, that's what we like to see. This one has three estimates, so a lot more analysts are actually watching this one. But these earnings estimates look similar to the other two. So in 2020, they're expected to make $1.17 now. But last year, they made just $0.50. Cents. That's earnings growth of 134% year over year. Sales expected to be up 34%. So that's pretty hot sales growth, too, um, the hottest of these three. Now, what is it that they do? It says they deliver vital equipment services and process expertise to the semiconductor manufacturing industry. So it's another services to semis. Not surprising um, that strong, as I mentioned. These guys are in Massachusetts. And they said in the second quarter that interest in the Purion platform remains strong. Their gross margins actually increased in the pandemic quarter up to 42.2%. 
percent from 38.3 from the first quarter. So nice gross margin expansion there quarter over quarter. They are a little bit uh, pricier than the um, ultra clean with the PE of 18.4, but still under the 20 times. And again, these shares have pulled back 16%. So it might be worth taking a look. Now, I only looked at the three. Um, I picked three out of the group, but then it did dawn on me after looking at them that maybe I can buy a, an ETF with small cap tech names. But is there one? I just I just Googled small tech uh, ETFs and or a small cap technology ETFs is what I Googled. And I didn't really find a pure play, but I didn't look around super long. I'm sure there is probably one out there, but it did direct me to the Vanguard S&P small cap 600 growth ETF, which would have a ton of technology names in there because it's the growth side. That ticker is V-I-O-G, as in George, and that uh, ETF is down 4% in the last month. Year to date, it's still down 6.6. So again, the small caps, even on the growth side, haven't recovered back to their pre-pandemic highs because the large cap is just where it's been. Smalls are just out of favor of both on growth or on value, but this gives you a chance with all small caps being out of favor to really take a look at that sector, um, the small cap area, and try to find some deals in there, both in value and in growth names, because obviously both have not yet retaken their highs and both while off of their March coronavirus lows, I wouldn't call it you know breakout rally here like we're seeing with the NASDAQ or anything. So this is the time to a dollar cost average into some of these names. Now it is harder to buy small cap uh, names just in general, like individual ones, because it's a little more risky. There's less analysts covering them. They're much more volatile. You don't get much news in between like an earnings report. So no one really knows what's going on with the companies a lot of times. So that's why an ETF that makes up a lot of these is a little bit uh, safer, I should say, but not totally safe. But a little bit easier way to manage small cap diversity in your portfolio. So um, while it's fun to own some of the small cap individual stock names, nothing wrong with having a small cap ETF of some sort in your portfolio to just buy the basket of them. And um, so that's where the Vanguard S&P small cap 600 growth ETF VIOG comes into play. But we like investing in just individual names. So these are some intriguing ones that you might want to go look at. I've talked about the semiconductor services companies many times on the Value Investor podcast. So there is value in those names, even if the semiconductor makers themselves maybe have taken off and are outside of the value realm then some of these service providers that aren't as popular or well-known could be you know, in our wheelhouse. So it's worth keeping them on the short list. So let me repeat again those tickers, especially as got a little bit crazy here earlier. So we had Ultra Clean, which is UCTT. It is the cheapest with a PE of 8.4. Then we had A10 Networks, A-T-E-N. And then we had Excellus Technologies, ACLS is the ticker there. And then the Vanguard Growth ETF for the small caps, 
V-I-O-G. There's some others that are out there. So take a pick, look around, and uh, be sure to keep those expense ratios down if you're buying and holding for the long haul. But remember, I'm trying to find value stocks for you every week. Sometimes these screens are more interesting than I think, and we can uncover hidden gems like we did this week, actually. So you want to subscribe to the Value Investor Podcast so you don't miss a single episode. I'm still finding those contrarian plays every week, even though the rest of the market's ignoring them. So be sure to subscribe on Spotify. We're also on Apple Podcast or get two episodes for one. You can get the Market Edge, where I also give out stock picks and have guests many weeks on the Market Edge and the Value Investor Podcast. I do both of those podcasts every week on SoundCloud, but search under the Zach's Market Edge on SoundCloud to get two shows for one subscription over there. But otherwise, all of our podcasts are on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts, and you can find them and subscribe there. But be sure to subscribe somewhere, and I'll see you again next week with some more intriguing value stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.